Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Planner Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica McWilliams, and I'm so glad that you're here today to hear this conversation, interview, story from Kristen's Planner. Because behind every planner, there's a person, and behind every person, there's a story. Today, Kristen shares with us a way she found to work as her team with her complete opposite, what your IQ score won't tell you, and how she fell in love with Chinese fiction. Welcome to Planner Lifestyle Podcast, Kristen. I'm so glad you're here today. I'm so glad to be here. I've been looking forward to this all day. So I just posted in Instagram stories a picture of your Instagram, um, from your Instagram feed of the beach and a planner and a palm tree. So I'm hoping you bring the heat today because (laughs) in Minnesota, it is negative nine where I am right now. Oh, yes way. I don't even know what that would feel like. I can't even imagine it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Imagine the liquid of your eyeball kind of getting (laughs) hard, like it's freezing. And then the nose hairs in your nose stabbing you from being like little popsicles. That's what it feels like. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. (laughs) So, no, I'm picturing beach and all of that. So why don't you tell us where you're from? You're obviously from some water area. So tell us about like where we can find you online and kind of like a little bio. Okay. Well, I'm in Florida, and I was born and raised here in Florida. Um, I live in a really small town that's next to an island, and I work on the island, and I just spend a lot of time there. Um, And I just have a simple life, and that's the way I like it. I did used to live in Southern California where it's very busy, like near L.A. and stuff, and it really was not for me. Um, I lived there for five years, and I really was happy to come home to Florida. (laughs) Um, I think people think of California as being laid back, and to me, it seems really busy there, and I don't know. I'm just a small-town person, but it's really warm here all the time. I spend a lot of time outdoors, and um, my family, my husband's family, owns marinas, so I do all of the property management and the bookkeeping for it, and I do deal with a lot of captains and boat people and fishermen and things like that. So it's really, it's kind of a slow paced, enjoyable life to me. And it's a little different than um, how I was before I got married. I was like always working all the time. I was in school for years and years and years and always just trying to stay really busy. And I've just changed a little bit as I've gotten older and appreciated the slower life. So, um, well, it's like, what is that like? catchy phrase or whatever like I'm on island time yeah does that apply I mean kind of I mean obviously you're not retired or something but yeah but but you kind of do live that way um near the beach here it's just we have I live in kind of an interesting place that's really close to Alabama like less than an hour away from the Alabama state line so it's very southern and we have like a lot of rednecks and stuff so where I live they call it the redneck Riviera because everyone's just laid back and <laughs> relaxed um, and I just really like that I don't think I would ever want to live anywhere else even though we love to travel I do love to go see things but yeah, you don't want to come up here and have your nose hairs freeze? Well, come on. <laughs> Bucket list. I have really not experienced um, winter like that with living. Southern California does get cold and you can go in the mountains. So I've seen snow maybe twice. 
but I didn't like it. I, I felt I didn't realize how wet it could be. <laughs> you don't know. Sorry, you don't know. Because <laughs> like when you look at it through a window or something, it looks so beautiful and peaceful. And then you touch it, it's like, oh, <laughs> that's actually freezing water. <laughs> wow, who knew? Yeah, it's. I just didn't, I mean, without growing up around it, I didn't have any gear for that. I feel like you have to be prepared to be able to enjoy it. That's how it seems. And probably the same goes for the heat here. Like you have to say, don't you have heat advisories and times you need water in your car so you don't die and like, yes. Yeah. And we deal with hurricanes a lot. Like that's a really normal thing for me to prepare for, which would be really scary. I have never exactly and that's just something I have never lived on a house with stilts Mm. I you know there's just from a house with stilts actually (laughs) yeah it's really on the we have a um a beach home on the island that we rent out and I just came from there that's where my kids are right now and it's way up on stilts so that when there is a hurricane it can just wash away everything under the house instead of the house that's incredible. Isn't that? It's different, huh? Have you ever had to evacuate? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we usually evacuate if it's a Category 3 or higher, but if it's smaller than that, we just stay. Um, it really depends on your home, like what type of home you have here. But if you build a house in Florida, there's all kinds of codes and stuff, and they, they make sure that um, it can withstand a hurricane. I've never had any damage to a home through a, a hurricane, and I've been in a lot of them. So that's good. Oh, yeah. What what blessings. Speaking of yeah. blessings, what about your two? You have two oh, little ones, right? Two boys. Yes, I do. I have a two-year-old and a three-year-old. And they're off on the island. Are they already they are. good swimmers? Like, do they just learn to swim, like, right oh, away? Oh, my gosh. Or? They love the water. Um, I We like to go sailing also, and I took both of my babies sailing when they're, like, a month old. <laughs> it's just something I want them to get used to because, really, for their safety, they need to be comfortable in water um, or around it and know how to respect it. So teaching my three-year-old to swim like by himself with no floats, that's my big goal in the next couple of months because I think he's ready. <laughs> and then do you like teach in a pool or like they're trying to learn like in a riptide? Like how do you um, teach well, where the I to live, swim in the ocean? We don't have a lot of um, big waves here. It's the, okay. Gulf, the Gulf of Mexico Um Around here, we joke that it's the Lake of Mexico because it's really calm and really warm. It's like feels like bath water in the summer. So it's really easy to teach kids to swim because they can walk. It's very clear. Um, there's not a whole lot of sea life right where we live. So um, I just teach them right there in the water. Sounds lovely. It's nice. And you were were you there today? Do you just go there yeah. every day? Like I'm just so fascinated. Well, pretty much. I mean, I we, can tell you all about walking in snow, but I don't think anyone wants to. We're all like <laughs> half the country is like, tell me about how warm it is. <laughs> I'm very interested in what it would be like to live in cold, just because I can't wrap my head around it. Mm-hmm. Like starting oh. your car like ten minutes before you have to go anywhere, just to oh, like have God. it run. Really? Wow. Oh yeah, because it when you start your car it goes. Because yeah. your car is so cold. Oh my gosh! And then it turns car. over. Yeah, and it doesn't. It's not like a junker. I mean, yeah, it's just like car. older cars. But you anyways, keep, like, I did blankets and stuff in the car, and like yeah, we always have um, extra blankets. 
you know, you can't even always trust your cell phone because if it's cold enough, your cell phone will turn off even if it has a full charge. It'll just really? stop. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, there was one New Year's. We were going down an ice slide. Um, my brother-in-law makes in the backyard. Um, we live on a hill. We just, it's like Elsa. It's like you made a bike slide. Wow. And then it goes out onto a frozen lake. So like, oh my like think pond hockey, like a hockey rink, but just in someone's backyard. Um, wow. And we were taking it. Um, we were wanting to take all these before. pictures of the kids like going down on this. Yeah. And shooting out on, see how far you could get on your bottom, shooting out on the ice. And you're, we just took our phones out of our pockets and it just went whoop. And we're like, what? Wow. I thought this was charged. You try yours. And then my husband took it out. Wow. So we're like, okay. Or your like your hands are so cold to take your mittens off to put like your thumbprint. Oh, like you can't yeah. even do it. Yeah. Anyways, it's not – it's someone's living up in like Anchorage or like somewhere yeah. more north yeah. and listening like, <laughs> what is she even talking about? Minnesota is like the south to them. So <laughs> I know. But it is. It is negative nine. So there's that. Um, That's so cold. Yes. Yeah. It's in so the we 70s just here today. So I really it is so different. Wow. We really do. At least in my family, you know the huga or whatever, like the cozy movement. Oh yes. Where in winter time you kind of like light more candles, have more blankets. I think there's more to it, that. but yeah. yeah, it's very easy to do. Like it's, it, you really crave it. Like we crave yeah. being closer. Literally, like we have heat. I'm in a modern home. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. But like <laughs> you crave being closer to each other because it just Aww. feels good. You're like, that oh, come here. You're nice. so warm. Come here. Sit by me. You're so soft. Yeah. That so. sounds really sweet. Like I feel like um, I get to think about winter more through the planner community with all the different kits and themes and stickers. And I don't really use many things with snow in the images but I do love the coziness like I always notice that and like in the fall and winter all the kids have like warm drinks and scarves that make you feel good yeah Tall boots and scarves and I just turn the AC up and pretend yeah <laughs> well you do have quite a style though in your planner it is oh, thank you so fabulous um love my planners I, how I can't even do like how would you just like neutral chic like oh I like that that's I don't really, know. that sounds really nice I'm gonna start um, putting that but there's also you also have this cute like kind of kind of uh vintagey funky country vibe that kind of pops up too every you, oh. you know like with your so yes. billy inserts and stuff like yeah I like that I like that kind of old school feeling. I try to keep that in my planners. Like I really admire the really minimalist, like black and white planners and stuff, but I know you kind of have to find your identity in the planner community. Like I know that's not me, even though I really like it. I, I also like to have earth tones and plants and all that kind of stuff around. Yeah. You seem to be the layer in texture, whether that be through like a certain of a actual textile or yeah you know. oh, I loved having the fabric stuff in my planners I don't know why it's just um I guess because I think of them more like journals than planners if I you know mm -hmm. I'm more of a journaler really so I think that it that's where that comes from probably speaking of your <laughs> style you also have a big style and I don't know what you're going to choose to talk about today but I will be sad if you don't mention the brunch bag because on your feed oh, not too long ago, <laughs> you did a what's in your bag, like flat lay on your uh -huh. uh, Kristen's planner. Or no, Kristen's plans is your IG? Kristen's or, planner. Kristen's planner. Sorry. And yeah, you got it. 
Um, I was like, uh, drool. Isn't that bag awesome? My mother-in-law gave me that bag. Anything like really pretty or cute that I have, my mother-in-law gave me. Oh, tastemaker. <laughs> so just to clarify, it's not a bag specifically to bring to brunch, although you could. It says no. brunch on it. With I mean, we do love brunch. That's a Sunday brunch on the beach is something my husband's family does every week. It's so cute. Um, we join when we can, but with the little ones, we kind of have to work around nap times and stuff. But um, that is very much... That's something that we do a lot, but I use that bag for work just because it's so big and it can fit all my planners and my computer. (laughs) So I just love that bag. All right. Well, let's just segue right into what's in your bag, where you detail the contents of a bag, pouch, briefcase, backpack, et cetera, with whatever you're walking with. Well, I always have um, my everyday planner, which I like to have a small one that I can take with me and it changes, but right now it's the Hobonichi Weeks. I really love that, that little planner. Um, and then of course, like my wallet and stuff, but I always have to have hand lotion and chapstick. I, I'm not like, I don't wear a lot of makeup and stuff, but I really like my chapstick and my lotion. <laughs> I feel like incomplete if I don't have that stuff with me. So I usually keep those in a little, um, zipper pouch and then I don't know if you saw I shared recently on my stories um I have a good friend from Thailand and he gave everybody these little like cans of eucalyptus leaves that are all like shredded up oh I did see that like a ar- oh. aromatic or something yeah yeah and I used to think it was so weird because we'd be like doing something like sailing or something and he would just whip it out and start sniffing it (laughs) what is he doing and he said it helped him quit smoking which I think it did help him but I like to keep one in my zipper pouch too um I kind of I think of it as like kind of my little self-care zipper pouch that I always have so lotion chapstick some some of those eucalyptus leaf things that are just smell good hand sanitizer and then something else I always put in there, this is something I learned on some mom blog somewhere, is a little travel bottle, like a travel spray bottle that's really little, like three inches with water in it because my kids are always sticky and oh. it really helps to just spray their hands. It's like a little quick wash your hands or like get the lollipop stickiness off of you or whatever if you don't have a baby wipe handy. Yeah, that but, is a good hack. Hello. Yeah. I'm so like, I, well, I'm prone to accidents anyway. Like even today mm-hmm. at school, I dropped my water bottle at our at our um, homeschool community, and it sh- it didn't wasn't glass, but it was one of the Starbucks ones, like oh, not I like a tumbler, but like a just like the plastic like three dollar ones or whatever. Yeah, and it just totally it cracked. It was a cement oh, floor. Man, all that to say is like I find myself in that position often. I feel like you do not like you are you, you come across as very like capable and tidy like <laughs> I oh don't know but you know what I mean like oh. I, I would find like me it would be like leaking I'd be like oh my whole purse <laughs> just has this three inch water bottle full of water everywhere <laughs> I do I love to be organized but honestly when I had two babies back to back it really challenged that part of me because I every time I would like take try to take them to the mall or do some sort of outing I would see other moms and see like, wow, their stroller and their diaper bag match each other and everything's <laughs> neatly tucked away. And mine was just like overflowing <laughs> everywhere. 
I'm an overpacker, so I'm really striving right now to work on that and just try to bring what I need. But I like to have all my comforts with me. <laughs> so what else are you jamming in this bag? You have your Hobonichi, um, you have your self-care. Yeah. Got to have a pen pouch, and I always like to have a ruler in there too and white out. I can't live without that white out tape, you know, the tape kind. Yes. I, I just bought some actually, oh, and I'm mad at it. It You're mad at it? I don't know. Maybe I got an old one. Do um, they like it? Like when I run it, it seems to kind of deteriorate as it comes off. Oh no, that must like, be a bad a one. Smooth. Must be a bad one because yeah. mine. I have had a few like that, but for the most part, I feel like they're just so much faster than waiting for something to dry. And I don't like. But I love to have my whiteout and um, pins, of course. I mostly use um, U brand pins. They're like a felt tip pen and they're cute but they write really nicely on everything it's called U brand U brand yeah like just the letter u and a dash and then brand and target sells them i just really like them they're a lot like the um let me get this pen right here on my desk the micron pens have you heard of those yeah they're like the best ones for the hobonichi i think so for that sensitive paper but they're ugly so I wanted a cute pen, and the U-brand ones actually do a really good job. Someone who loves microns just clutched their pearls. Excuse oh, no. Me? Is that my pen? It's ugly? Well, it's like an artist pen, you know? Yes. So I respect the pen. It's very mechanical looking. Like, it's just like... It looks like a guy's pen. Like, my husband <laughs> gave me my first micron. He's like, this is what you need to be using. <laughs> Those are like his pens, so... I wanted a girly one. I'm a girly girl, even though I'm surrounded by boys. <laughs> yes. Boy mom. Let me think what else is in my bag usually. Um, always have like some goldfish crackers or something, peanut butter crackers, something to keep my kids happy if we are like stuck in traffic or in a line somewhere. And I like to bring um, like little board books for them. They both love little books like that. So I usually have kids stuff in there, but I'm slowly getting away from having to have diapers and wipes in my bag all the time. Oh, yeah, so that's Yeah, you're nice. kind of around the corner. Don't, I've got are one you, potty train and yeah. the other one's working on it. Do you have anything special? Do you, I'm assuming you have a double stroller or do you have a sit and stand or what's your... Um, I did a lot of research on that actually when my second one was born because um, I sort of, whenever people have the side-by-side -side strollers, it mm -hmm. takes up the whole sidewalk or the whole aisle, and mm -hmm. I didn't want to mm -hmm. be that person. It mm -hmm. made me uncomfortable and, like, gave me anxiety to think about inconveniencing everybody. <laughs> so I got the one where the, it's, like, a train kind of, mm -hmm. and yeah. I love it. I've used it a lot, but now my three-year-old mostly walks everywhere. He's, um, he's a big, he's a big three-year-old, big, tall three-year-old. So, and he has a lot of energy. So if I can make him use his energy, I do. Right. Yeah. Run up ahead. 10 feet. Yeah. Feet, run back and grab that rock for me or a seashell. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he yeah, has yeah. like the personality of like a, a lab puppy. <laughs> oh, okay. Very. Right. Hopefully it comes yeah. with some of that loyalty too. Right? Oh, yes. And he's very sweet too. So anytime like I get frustrated with his energy level. He does something really sweet, so <laughs> knows how to still reel you yeah. back in. So, yeah. did you have anything to hook your bag to, like a special stroller hook or anything, or were you just would you just kind of stash it or wear it? Or good question. I'm I change bags a lot. Um, 
probably for that reason when they were little. And honestly, I didn't like going out too much when they were really little. I did all my work from home because it's a lot to take out two babies, that, especially if like they can barely walk and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, I mostly just like to stash it under the stroller. I didn't like those stroller straps. They were too much trouble. <laughs> I couldn't be bothered with those things. Yeah, or if like then they get out of the stroller and then there's too much weight in the back. and then Yes, like, it would it. fall. Yes, mm-hmm. I've had that happen. I and know. now I'm like I'm all about the umbrella stroller. Whenever oh, we travel, um, yeah. I got Light. a double umbrella stroller, and I love that thing. Yeah, because then but, it gets so small and it's so easy yeah. to have to in and out of the vehicle. Or yeah. yeah, it's funny how when before you have kids, you want all the cutesy stuff that looks really comfy. And then when that when they're toddlers, it's like, no, whatever can fold up the smallest. That's what we Or you can hose off. Like <laughs> Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We had to change all our furniture to like, can I wash it? Can I wipe it off? Did you really? Did you get rid of nice furniture? It wasn't nice anymore after our dogs and kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we did. We changed to leather, like a leather couch and stuff just to make it easier. Okay. I had a hard time keeping up with all the cleaning. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> two Sorry. dogs and boys. I don't know how you did it. Yeah, a Roomba maybe. I don't know. Just like, uh, yeah, you'd have to almost just like – block everything off really I mean but who's gonna do that you have to live in your house too though it has to kind of take on your family's footprint you know and if yes this one armchair is worn more on one side because you climbed up there and read (laughs) stories every night like so be it you know you just might want to put the pbj down first or whatever (laughs) yeah well we did that as well well we didn't go out and get leather couches but we just stuck with it, but now my babies, I had twins. My babies are oh, 10. So now we're looking around oh. like, you know, they haven't really um, had a diaper accident or like spilled <laughs> juice in a very long time. Like, you probably oh. should consider <laughs> some upgrades. But then it like happens all over again when then, then they're teens and then they're like, oh, then they're yeah. like hanging out with their friends on the couch. Like, Oh, that's like, true. Think about like Doritos. I mean, they have to be respectful, mm-hmm. like, you know. Oh, yeah. And we don't drink a ton of pop and stuff like that, but like still. <laughs> I don't know, but is it always going to be something? Is it always going to be like, we'll wait, we'll wait. So. We're going to be like 96 and be like, look at my perfect couch, but then they'll have no one to sit on it. Like, I don't know. That's so true. I, my grandma um, has had five kids and whenever they all grew up and got out of the house, she got all glass and white furniture and white carpet. And then, you know, the grandkids came along and we ruined it. So I, I think it is a lose-lose. <laughs> That's what, but it is nice though, that many of the fabrics now are more stain resistant or, yes. you know, it's, it's not the same era. Well, at least in my socioeconomic circle, it's not the same era of buy a lifetime piece that you need to get That's upholstered true. all the time too. Like, That's true. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we, I feel like it's made us more thoughtful with any kind of home purchase or like we had to replace our car last year. And re- the first thing we had to think about was we need leather seats that you can wipe off. <laughs> like even if it's not real leather, just something you can clean easily. That's just you just save yourself a lot of headache that way. I don't want to get frustrated with my kids for being kids, you know? Yes. Yeah. Because what are you? Yeah. What? 
message are you sending? Like this car is more yeah. important than you, you know, honestly. Like, yeah, exactly. My mom was super laid back about stuff like that. And um, I'm not as laid back as her. So I try to learn from her. <laughs> yes, I feel like, don't you see that? Like sometimes it's just the pendulum kind of goes one way or uh-huh. the other. Like you either exactly like your mom yeah, kind of, I mean, I guess we're all kind of on a spectrum somewhere and we're, we're our own people, like whatever. Yeah. But I'm wondering, I'm so laid back. I wonder what my kids will be, if they'll be like, pick up that crumb. And I'll be like, what? where did this come from? <laughs> what crumb? Because <laughs> they were so annoyed with me my whole life. You know what I mean? Like their whole life is like, oh, no. That's probably why I'm like, <laughs> be like, mom, isn't this bothering you? Nope. <laughs> yes. Yep. It totally is. It was probably, My kids, there's got to be one out of the four that's like, um, wow, you have four. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you're so kind listening to me whine about taking two. <laughs> no, I can relate. Um, I love it. I love it because, you know, like I said, my littles are big. So there's there's yeah. rose-colored glasses that happen when you look back. Oh, like, oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's so cute. But I'm like, already there with the baby phase. Like, I'm getting baby fever. Like, am I nuts? I don't need a baby, but I miss my babies. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not little anymore. Well, they're little, but not that little. Right. Or like, I just remember when I would bring a newborn home. Um, well, I guess I brought one oh, home with Molly yeah. and then I brought two home with Claire and Leah. It's like all of a sudden the the next oldest one in diaper still looks like a mon- like a giant. Like, why are your legs so big? Why is your butt they so do. big? Why are you still in diapers? And you're like, <laughs> your okay, Molly so too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like changing a newborn diaper and then changing a toddler diaper. It's like, oh Lord. Yeah, it's like another like like I don't know, it's creature. Like, why is this happening? Why are you so big? But they are looking That's back, so they're true. just itty bitty. Well, I'm so sorry about these sound effects on here. I'm trying to mute it. Um, I think I got it now. I'm sorry about that. Just notifications or something? Yeah, I'm trying to um, turn that off. You did write that in the packet, too. (laughs) Okay, there's a lot of stuff in the packet. So (laughs) I really appreciated that. It was so thorough. That was really cool that you did that. It made it much more comfortable to, like, come on the show because I felt like, Oh, I know what to expect here. She's let me know. Yeah. Well, I like to just try to meet everyone's needs because, like I said, I'm more like maybe like your mother, more laid back, a little yeah. bit more like, it'll be fine. Come on, Michelle. We'll just talk. <laughs> and I realize that I'm not talking to only people like me. And some people, like, I even include a checklist at the end for people you who want to check all the it. boxes. Like, okay, I sent my photo to her. Okay. I. <laughs> you know, whatever. It's really good. Because some people just, yeah, I just want everyone to feel comfortable. So if they don't use the checklist, I don't care. But if they want it's it, for them. it's for them. Yeah. So. Well, I love it. I think you did a really good job. It's really, this is a cool experience, honestly. I think that I love podcasts. I love to listen to them. And I'm really glad I found yours. Well, I'm really glad. I hope this spurs you on into your own YouTube channel because you're not just oh in the planner gosh. community, but you're also a content creator. So mm-hmm. will you tell me a little bit about that? Like what kind of things sure. do you do? Um, like what got you started doing them and building a oh. presence? Which, by the way, I realized in my welcome packet was misspelled. So apologies. Oh, I didn't even notice it. Yeah, I just got it. I was like, <laughs> oh, I pulled it up today. I was like, oh, man. But it already went out. Oh, well. <laughs> Oh well. oh, well, turn the page. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, well, I started 
I've always planned, I've always had a planner, but, um, when I got pregnant with my first baby, I was working and in school too. I was really busy all the time and I felt overwhelmed with all the changes that I needed to make and the stuff I needed to buy and the nursery and every, I just really, it was like pushed me over the edge into, I need a little more than just a planner. Like I need to something I can really make a lot of lists in and keep track of things. So I think that's really what pushed me into the planner community because it is more than just a schedule, you know. And um, my boss at the time, I worked at a cognitive psychology center and my boss, I went to a meeting and she had an Erin Condren planner with washi tape and all this decorations. I remember it was around Valentine's Day because she had hearts everywhere. And she's like, this is Valentine's week in my planner. And I, my jaw dropped like, what is that? I want that. I want that. And I went to Office Depot right after work. Like, what? I got to find a planner like that. And of course you can't write at Office Depot. <laughs> but I bought a ton of washi tape and tried to washi like my like regular old planner. <laughs> Was it the same? <laughs> so... Then I started talking to my boss about it, and um, she said, there's a whole community out there. They have YouTube videos about decorating your planners, and I couldn't believe it. I, my mind was blown because I had never heard of that before, and I realized immediately, like, these are my people. I am one of them. <laughs> I'm going to be one of them. Mm-hmm. So I, I really got into it quickly, um, but I didn't have any kind of social media I just looked at other people's, but I didn't do anything um, for a couple of years. And then I don't know what it was. I, I don't like social media for my personal life. I'm, I'm actually, this sounds silly, but I'm actually pretty private. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just don't, I'm just more of an old school person. So I didn't have Instagram or anything for myself. And then All of a sudden, one day, I was having tea at my mom's house, and I had my planner with me, and I thought, I want to take a picture of my planner with the teapot. It just looks so cute. And then that's where it started, really. Um, I had already been, like, purchasing from Etsy shops and stuff like that and decorating, but when I started to share it, it took on a real, a new new life, really, because then I started to meet other people and talk to people, and now... I'm really involved in it daily. It's a daily part of my life. And now like everyone who knows me in real life knows about that too. So it's like, you know, it's integrated into my life now. <laughs> it's not just like some thing I do on my phone. <laughs> so um, I went to go wild this last year and that was really cool because I got to meet um, a lot of the shop owners that I've been like on their PR teams and I've, um, Kind of, I, I use the word work loosely because it's not work. It's more of just like a trade situation. But um, it was really cool to get to meet them in person and to meet other girls that I've talked to. So I loved that. I would like to go to another planner meetup for sure this year, but probably not go wild because it's in California and I don't want to go out there again. <laughs> um, I just I was just there so I just think that I need to look for an east coast one over here there don't seem to be as many over here I've noticed maybe I'm just not looking in the right place like on the coast coast like New York like the New York one does look like 
um, I guess I'm thinking more like down here in the south. Yeah. Um, they had winter planter land in Atlanta, which I was excited about, but then I don't know what happened. Some drama happened with it. Oh, <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it is no more. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's all I I'm going to say about it. I'm just going to yeah. say, uh-huh. uh-huh. I don't need to start anything, but <laughs> it sounded bad. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Uh, but I was so excited. <laughs> oh, well. I, uh, some, some people listening are like, come on, Jess, come on. Like, no. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. They sent me a cease and desist letter to stop talking (gasps) about them. (laughs) They did? Yeah, but it was like kind of a homemade drawn up thing. So I, (laughs) I mean, it was a boilerplate, but it's still, it's sort of like when you, yeah, it was, it was a whole thing, but, um, (laughs) But it's like one of those things where like when a stone kind of hits in your path, you're either going to stumble or you're going to jump higher. And I just was like, this seems like a stone in my path. I'm going to jump higher. I'm going to make planner lifestyle and LLC. I'm going to, you know, just, I don't know, have a higher focus or just like pushed harder. And so that's what it did for me. But wow, that's really cool. Yeah. So yeah, all that to say is, yeah, I didn't go to that one. Um, yeah, there's littler ones kind of popping up. There's a um, Glamazon in Atlanta that's a little bit more um, glam, girly kind of, and a planner. Yep, I planner <laughs> Babe Brooke. And then the one I went to last oh, year is Planning a Better Me Retreat, which is in Richmond, Virginia. So still not quite as south as you. Um, well, neither is Atlanta, but. Um, and then there's Sunshine State um, yes. planner. So they just had one not too long ago. They did. Yeah. I really wish I had gone to that. It looked like a lot of fun. I am um, way far away from Orlando, but um, like Florida is much bigger than people think. Like it would take me a whole day to drive down there, which would be hard with the little guys. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. I just need to keep my eyes open. But I would like to go to one of those Sunshine State ones at some point. Yeah, or maybe Especially get a hotel. Like, have you been? I mean, or not. Yeah. I don't know. Some people are different about when they have separated from their children. I know yours are still little. Uh, so maybe you haven't yeah. been away. But I have. Um, go Wild was actually the first time. Oh, yes. Well, um, yeah. That I was away. And it was nice. Like, I missed them. But it was nice to just. My husband actually went with me and he hung out by himself while I was at the planner convention. We just had to kind of make a trip out of it for the two of us. It was fun. Yeah, I did the same thing with planning a better me retreat. Yep. Peter came. And oh. We added on some days ahead of time. We went to the Blue Ridge Mountains yeah. and did some hiking oh. and had a cabin and stuff like that. So but, beautiful up there. Yeah, oh, my gosh. It really was. Oh, nice. Um, okay. So what about, do you have any, or maybe you just haven't discovered or... I don't know. Would you ever start just like a local meetup? Like, let's hey, let's go to Panera this random Saturday for two hours, kind of thing. Like, bring your planner stuff. You know, actually, I don't think I would because I'm very introverted, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's something. I think that's one reason I do really love this community because I think a lot of us are introverts mm-hmm. and we're able to connect with each other in a way that's really comfortable for us. You know, we could just. Like I've chat with people all the time. Like I feel like I've shared important moments of my life with people online who I might not have met in person. And that's sort of a bizarre feature of our culture right now that we can do that. And I love that. I love that about it. I think it's really cool that we can use 
something so modern like the internet to do something like make a friend, you know? Yes, it's a real, a really a positive influence of technology. Yeah, it is. I feel like I struggled against technology quite a bit. Um, like I didn't want to have an iPhone and for years I just resisted stuff. And I'm really glad that I stopped doing that because now it's opened up a whole new world to me, really. Right. It can be like, a double-edged sword if you're like, oh, yeah. you know, it, it can be a vice for some. That's all I'll say. You know, yeah. like, or just... Internet addiction is in the uh, the diagnostic manual for therapists now. <laughs> it's like a real thing. Speaking of diagnostics, um, mm. you said before you joined the planner community and before you had children, you were kind of in this research mode. Can you yes. tell me about like your former career and like yeah. specifically, I know you might get to this, but my specific question was, um, if you had comments about IQ scores or what they mm -hmm. reveal about us. I'm very interested in IQ because um, that was really what I focused on. And research when you're like becoming a psychologist or you work in statistics or anything like that, um, you kind of just have to go with what data is available to you um, when you want to do a research project. And my big goal was to get published with it. So I really wanted to do something that everyone could like relate to. And IQ, I tested IQ at my job for a living and I had so many little daily observations with it that just made the way I think about intelligence change. And I really, really like reading about it. But basically um, what I learned the most is that, you know, book smart, and intelligence are not the same things. Like there's so many different ways that a person can be bright in their own way. And it comes out in different areas. Like um, an IQ test has these different sections in it. And one section is like problem solving. So logic that you give them a problem and they have to come up with a solution on how to fix it. And it's kind of like math, but like what lies under math, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. I'm teaching yes. intermediate logic right now to a bunch of oh, eighth and okay. ninth graders. Good. And I just did this <laughs> afternoon and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, a lot of a lot of people that test really high in logic on an IQ test will also test low in things like reading and spelling. And I always thought that was so interesting until I realized it's because English isn't logical. Yeah. <laughs> You're oh, telling yeah. like a seven-year-old boy, well, when there's an E here, you say it like this. And then when there's not an E, sometimes you say it like this. They're like, that doesn't make sense. So I'm not going to remember it. Oh, yeah. Or the tank, the phonogram, O-U-G-H. It says yes. six things. Yes. Yeah. And I thought it was so interesting to just pick intelligence and performance, you know, academic performance to pick it apart like that. Cause I come from a family of teachers. Um, my mom is a teacher, my brother's a teacher and I was a teacher for one year. And then I, um, realized I really liked studying the kids, like <laughs> analyzing them more than teaching. I'm more of a behind the scenes well, person. Which would is what marry I well with your introvertism yes, or whatever. It does. Yeah. Yeah, I really felt drained at the end of the day after being up in front of a group of 20 kids talking. It was it was a lot. Um, but my mom and my brother are really good at it. They're really um, extroverted and they're really social. So 
I love seeing them teach and I like being the person that like makes the lesson plans, you know what I mean? (laughs) Or does stuff behind the scenes. So I worked for our department of education, um, in research right before I had my first baby. And, um, that was my last like big research project. And I helped them figure out how to test things that aren't really testable, like, um, art performance or PE even, you know, it's hard to have standards that apply to all children because they're all so different. But that was part of a really big statewide research project that I really like doing that. So how did you transition from this more behind the scenes intellectual, you know, education person, human nature type of job, then into new motherhood, oh and then into talking to some sea captains. Uh, I know, right? Like, you know, what? actually, I have to say, um, well, I tried to keep my job after I had my first son. And um, it was really, I tried, I really did not want to leave my career at first. It was a really big conflict for me. Um, as I really wanted to be a mom, but I didn't have kids till I was in my 30s. So I had been working for a long time. And that was a big part of my identity, you know, so it was really hard to let that go. But when I had my little son, (laughs) I kept looking at him and um, my boss would let me bring him to work sometimes. So he sometimes he'd be with me or he'd be with my mom. And I just had a really hard time leaving him. And um, my father-in-law was wanting to retire and he asked me if I'd be interested in doing bookkeeping for him. And then I really like bookkeeping. It's very similar to um, data collection in research. You know, you get your Excel spreadsheet and you put everything in there in neat and tidy boxes. I like that. So um, the idea of being able to work from home temporarily while he was a baby just sounded really good to me. So I started doing that. And then the family business has grown a lot since I started. And now I realize... um, my feelings just changed, really. I wanted to go back to my field, but then I realized that working for something that my family owns is totally different, and it it feels like I'm building something for my kids, and I like that feeling even more. So I've just found my little area in the family where I fit in, and it's helped me connect to my in-laws, which I didn't at first. It was like I felt like so different than them, but now I realize there's a place for me in this family and in this business. And I think I found it and I'm really happy with it. Oh, that's really, so I keep everybody organized. That's very they're, joyful. That is some yeah. good news. Yeah. They're all, um, my in-laws and my husband and his family, they're all like really disorganized people. <laughs> so they need me <laughs> and I need them. And you so want to be needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It feels really good. Like, and I asked, my husband has two brothers. So before I kind of took over this part of the business, I told them like, I don't want to step on your toes. You know, it's your dad's stuff. Do you care? And they're like, please do it. We don't want to file anything. We don't want to pay bills. We don't, they don't want to worry about it. So, um, it feels good. I feel like I'm an integral part of the business now. And it's, to me, it satisfies the same need to organize things. Well, <laughs> and then of course, planning fits into that very well. Exactly. Well, and any good, you know, 
project, whether it's a research-based project or you're just yeah. trying to reorganize your dining room to uh, running a business, it when you have a well-rounded approach, when you kind of have two prongs coming, if not more, like, okay, here's mm-hmm. the rhyme and here's the reason. You know, you kind of have to have um, some melody and juxtaposition of spontaneity, right? Like you're just like, there's yes. some spark that that really can build and inspire but then if that never Mm -hmm. has a spine of like (laughs) order it gets it just you know floats away but if all you have are little boxes (laughs) then there's not really like a vision or like a what are we doing here and how do we get new clients because I don't want to talk to you like (laughs) you know like right that's such a good way to put it because my husband's like he's a visionary that's I think of him as like he's a dreamer you know and I'm he sees the big picture and I'm more about the everyday. So we met um, by working together. So it's funny that now we have an office together and we go to work together every morning and we just, we work very well together. And you're so different. We are very different. Yeah. Very different. How did really the only thing we have in common is that we're workaholics, I think. Oh, you have a few children in common. Sounds like, right. Okay. Yeah. Them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. But how did you get to the point where you complimented each other instead of um, competed? Not even competed like you're competitive with each other, but, you know, your interests competed with one another. Yes, they did. Um, Actually, I think that really came with um, we dated for a long time, like years, and we broke up for a while because we were just so different. We just all the little things like I get up really early. He likes to stay up late and it's just all, we're just opposites, you know? <laughs> I don't know if you remember that old song opposites. Oh, attract. Yeah. That's- <laughs> yeah. I, I fell for one. I fell for my opposite too. So did you, <laughs> I married a box list, uh, do the oh. right thing. Yeah. <laughs> do the right I mean, I'm not like pro let's do the wrong thing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not like going here singing highway to hell every day, but like, you know, like no, I'm just a little bit more like, like learn by learn by mistakes yeah. sometimes and you know yeah. a little bit more of the vision. Yes. Yeah. So that's why I'm curious. Like I'm literally like, how did you figure this out? <laughs> well, I think really from being able to work together, because when I met him, he was um he was making a music festival. Like that was his dream at the time. And everyone's like, You're not gonna be able to do that. And he did it. It took him a long time, but he made it happen. And he hi- he hired me and I walked into his office and he's got like this business and there's no filing going on. There's just piles of paper everywhere. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank God you hired me because I got to fix this mess. And then we fell in love. Oh, <laughs> I see. So I think it just kind of went from there. Um, and we've developed that dynamic between us where that's my role and he has his role and we really like that about each other. Yeah. We just compliment each other, but I guess, um, the different habits have kind of worked out well. Like whenever we had our first son, um, he was a terrible sleeper of course at first. And my husband didn't mind at all staying up late to feed him his bottles and I could go to bed early like I wanted to. So we just, we trade off. Even now, like we trade off the kids and work. We don't, um, we try not to use like babysitters too much and stuff. We do, we have to, but um, he's like just as much involved with the kids as I am, you know? Yeah. sounds like you've discovered the benefits and have the drive to work as a team. 
Yes. Mm -hmm. That's a good way to put it. That's a nice, um, concise way to put all those words that I just spilled out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's my job. I got to think of something to put in the show notes. I'm like, okay, what am I going to call this episode? How to get along with your opposite. (laughs) What your IQ test reveals about you. (laughs) Clickbait. He loves he loves my planner hobby too. I gotta oh, say, he's really supportive of it. Like yeah. he also loves it, or like he loves that you love it. No, oh my god, he would oh. never want a planner. <laughs> well, I did. Yeah. No, no, he. Um, I'm just laughing at the thought of him like writing stuff down. <laughs> I'm sure he's gonna appreciate um, this moment. Yeah. You thought it was that funny? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> He just thinks that it's a really great hobby. <laughs> I thought I had a planner. No. <laughs> she has like a hundred planners. I don't need one. <laughs> yeah, she's enough for everyone on the street. Yeah. I just love how he's never like criticized me wanting to spend money on my planners and he knows that it goes to a good cause. I'm trying to organize things. And it's a creative outlet too that I really need. Yeah, it's it's a collection of your vision I mean it's yeah it's so many things oh I love it that's why I started yeah. a podcast because I wanted to talk all about it and hear people's all about it all the time <laughs> I'm so glad you did because it's so cool that I've been putting on your podcast when I'm driving and I like it because it's like I feel like I can talk about planner stuff or think about it even in the car yeah. <laughs> well right especially in the car my episodes are so long because it's just such a, a longer format mm-hmm. I get a lot of comments from people on drives like, oh, yeah. you yeah. accompanied me to South Dakota or like you made it, oh, you came all the way to Ohio with me or whatever. If they'll go back yeah. and listen to old episodes. I'm like, oh, glad I came. I love that. Yeah, so that's pretty fun. Well, it is. It reminds me of like talk radio, like back in the day. Yeah. Spiced Chaos. They're really good at doing, um, reading like people, like people write in. And that reminds me of a radio show, like oh. a call-in show, or they'll have people yes. calling on their voicemail, which I think is pretty cool. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll have to listen to that yeah. one. I'm going to write down. Spiced Chaos. Yeah. And it's um, two different people in the planner community. One has Spiced in her Instagram name and one has Chaos. It's oh. like part of their names. So they, they That's put it together. Yeah. They're really funny. Clever, clever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. Okay. So... I started this conversation asking you about your YouTube channel, and I haven't. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm yeah. not tisking you at all. I'm just saying, wow. <laughs> I but that's part of the natural conversation. I think that's why people are drawn to it too, because they just feel like I've gotten comments too. Like I feel like we're just right there with you. Like I'm just listening. Yeah. You know, like it does feel yeah. like that. Yeah. So that's what I like. Well, um, YouTube. Ugh, I'll be honest. I really don't enjoy making videos that much but I enjoy connecting with people um and videos are one way that people really like to do that so um I started my blog not too long ago back in November because I'm more of a writer than a talker I feel like I express myself better that well, way hence the journaling so, right you're an experienced yes. journal since you were seven years yeah. old or something since I was seven. Yeah. my whole life is written down yeah I love I love to write. So um, I'm really hoping that I can work on that a little bit more. And I'm noticing that it seems to work best if I combine YouTube with that and have the video right there in the blog post. Because some people really don't want to read a blog post. They want to watch the video. And I want to try to show that too. Plus, I love, I do love watching 
planner YouTubes, like flip throughs are my favorite. I love seeing what all somebody includes in their planner. Um, so that's really how it started. I just wanted to kind of share my setups because it helps. Sometimes I get a lot of questions and it's hard to go through and answer them all. It's easier to just say, oh, it's all in this video. You can get all the links there and stuff. Um, so that's been nice. And it's kristensplanner.com. Kristensplanner.com. And Kristen yep. is K-R-I-S-T-E-N. E-N, yes. My mom is very specific about that. <laughs> well, it's not that common. My mother-in-law's name is actually spelled the exact same. The E-N. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I never meet other ones. It's always mm-hmm. I-N. And she says the same thing. So that's why I yeah. knew to spell it out because she wow. always told me how – Like, well, and she's in her 60s. And so even when, when she was wow. little, she was like – that wasn't even a name. Yeah. Like there weren't even other girls named Kristen, yeah. you know, to spell differently hardly. It was, uh, yeah. yeah. So I don't think I've ever met a Kristen older than me. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I think, what is it? Norwegian? Scandinavian? No, I don't know. It sounds like it, maybe. <laughs> I could see that. So, okay. So go to kristensplanner.com for your blog mm-hmm. updates and then also links to your YouTube or you can go straight to YouTube. Yep. Uh, what kind of cute content. content do you do? Like you say you love th- flip throughs yeah. or are you showing like um, full setups to kind of post or do you yeah. do plan with me? My or- favorite thing. I do plan with me's. Um, I haven't done those in a little while, but that is something one of my goals is to do more of those this year because um, I get people ask for that. And I think that that's what I always like to watch. And that my favorite thing though, really to do is, um, do a setup video and just show every item in the planner and show what I use it for. And, um, those are my number one favorite to watch also. I just think it's interesting to see how somebody organizes their thoughts, you know? Now, will you talk about, um, well, you just mentioned organizing thoughts. So, um, mm-hmm. there's also content like what you're writing down that the setup of, or are you talking more like vellums and, inserts and dividers and tabs and things like that, like that kind of setup or, or both. That's a good point. Um, I do both. I mostly on Instagram. That's my main source of, um, content. I really enjoy Instagram cause I love taking pictures and I feel like that's where I chat with people the most. It's the easiest for me to do. So, um, I really like it. And Yeah, I like to take pictures of my actual planning pages after I filled them out if there's nothing too private on it, Um, which really I'm pretty open. I only can't share things, certain things about work, you know, of course, Um, but I don't mind like sharing journaling pages sometimes, especially when it's about motherhood. I feel like that's how how I've connected with others is by just being open and opening up the conversation a little bit by just sharing here's what's on my mind today and here's what I have to do today and and then there's some other things like um like my dad has passed away and then that's something that when you have a planner or calendar you always think about that date like that's a date that you remember and so that's one thing I started to do is like on that day I can share about that a little bit and that's like a something that has helped me a lot because then I get to talk to so many people who've been through similar stuff just by opening that up a little. 
So when you come to that week, this is a question I actually see pop up quite a bit, and maybe you can ad- address it, um, or at least how you handle it. Um, mm-hmm. How do you plan a week that is maybe around a grief or a bad oh. event happened or mm-hmm. a date that gives you chills or some some something yeah. that's a reminder? Well, like how yeah. do you get through that or what do you do? Well, actually, it really is a process, and I think that it's a healing process because one thing I always do every year, like around that date of his death or something like that, or like recently my dog of 13 years passed, and I took pictures of her all the time and posted them, so that was something like I needed to say it, Mm -hmm. you know, I needed to announce it somehow. Um, my favorite thing to do is to collect items for my planners and my journals that remind me of that person in a positive way and just include them. And um, I don't avoid it. I think that's the main point is I don't like to act like it didn't happen or not acknowledge it in something as personal as a planner or a journal. Um, instead, I go the other direction. <laughs> I run into it like, let's celebrate this person this week. So. My dad was um, a landscaper, so he's really into plants. So I always, um, around his birthday and things like that, I like to have like a really green spread, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that does. And I just write the truth. Like if I have to go, you know, if I have to go to a cemetery that day, that's what I write. So um, I think it's if people are comfortable sharing that part of themselves, some people aren't. I think probably from working in psychology as long as I did, it kind of forces you to get comfortable <laughs> talking about stuff. Um, this doesn't phase me that much. So I think it's good to go ahead and say, yeah, this is a part of life. That's what I had to do today, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's a good way to to honor people if, you know, you they were loved ones, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I wonder how people might address, like, more like a trauma you know what I mean like a, oh like yeah. maybe it was a bad car I mean you can imagine the list goes on yeah. yeah um so I guess I would yeah, just say I like agree. maybe work it out with their even if they're in counseling like how you know is it something that it is okay to set aside and ignore like maybe we don't need to give this one event so much attention and just do it or yeah it's be so personal right like how would you yeah yeah I would think that um the amount of time that has passed would be a big factor too. Cause like that isn't something I would have wanted to talk about right after it happened. But, um, you know, later, like another thing is, um, pregnancy loss. Yes, That's something yeah. that I've had to write in a planner oh, sorry. and, Oh, thank you. But it, it is like, it's an awkward thing and it's a little bit taboo still to talk about, but I don't see why it should be. It's something that happens in our lives, you know? And, um, that is another, that's something like that. Like you might not want to talk about it with people. So if you, if you're sharing your planner online, like I do, I just wouldn't share that page, but I do think it's important to write these things down. Um, you don't have to look back at it until you're ready to, you know? Right. Yeah. It's okay to have a, a, you know, we, there's grief, uh, not grief. People get like, Oh, that's a fake planner on your account or whatever, but it's like yeah, hold things back yeah. too. Yeah, I I when I started out with this, um, 
I kind of made a promise to myself, like I am not going to do any kind of mock planner or mock spreads. Like there's something about that that I just didn't like. And I really wanted to just share what I'm actually doing. And um, so that is important to me. I don't want to ever post things that aren't real. But that being said, sometimes you're not ready to talk about something or show something. So usually if it's just a little part, I'll just put like some washi over it or <laughs> like place the card over it a little bit so you can't see that part. So there's ways around tool. it. A lot of people blur. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. And I respect that. Like, I think that nobody should be feel obligated to share their soul yeah. on or like the where their kids soccer practices like yeah, you know, I, yeah. I haven't heard of anything going sideways but you just never know yeah I don't like to share photos of my kids it's really rare for me to show their faces at all because I just worry you know oh yeah I mean I think it's a total personal choice especially when they're so little they don't really know you know like now I can kind of be like you yeah be on Instagram yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You know, or whatever. And I mean, they're still young yeah. enough to wear. Yeah. When mine are bigger, I think that it would be fun to include them. And sometimes I want to, but I just feel like they're just so tiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. Um, I don't know if you, you said you listen to podcasts. Do you ever listen to Young House mm-hmm. Love has a podcast? No. One? I'm writing these down because so far my podcast repertoire, I like to listen to podcasts about tv shows that i watch that's right oh do you listen to the podcast <laughs> no oh, what's that? write it down right now podcast. because you're okay. a reality tv junkie right yes i love reality tv mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not so nice that like i like serious things but at night i just want to watch like some real housewives or 90 day fiance i'm really into that one right now <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's, Garbage. That's, that's tough. Um, do you listen to The Bachelor or Bachelorette? <laughs> oh, yes. then you, yes, I have a bachelor party every week with you my do, Okay, then you have to listen to the podcast. Yeah. Okay. And if you are I'm their Patreon, that. they have Bachelorette recaps just for their Patreons. Oh. And they are – it's Knox and Jamie, and it's a male-female duo that – they're just friends. They're not married, but they have such a good rapport and they talk about what did they oh, say? Nice. Their tagline is something really cute, like um, important, but not re- or relevant, but not important. <laughs> and okay. um, she's just got the cutest That's Southern cute. accent, too. And oh, you're going to love it. They will make you laugh. I listen to it while I mow the lawn. Oh, that's <laughs> I will have to listen to that. I'm excited. Yes, we I just caught up on The Bachelor last night with my friends. So. Oh, see? And if I were yeah. Knox and Jamie, I could talk to you all about it. <laughs> sometimes I feel like I know what's well, going on when I listen to them. And then sometimes I'm like, I don't really need to watch the show. I kind of got a little re- – they talk about – like Met, like yeah. they'll talk about like so much else. A lot of movies, music. Yeah. It's pop culture. So um, – okay. But cool. they definitely have a penchant for reality TV. Um, and they're like <laughs> – it's hard not to talk about people acting like fools on TV. Mm-hmm. And they'll like they'll make their predictions. <laughs> I love or it. Like celebrities and they'll I don't know, it's they're just a very unique duo. They're just kind of normal and funny. They're not like what you would think yeah. of like really slicked in the fashion industry like commentary on fa- like the latest red carpet where you're just like they have some uh-huh. 
really smarmy, high end, snobby hobby <laughs> like blog about it. It's just kind of like yeah. every Joe oh, like observations, but they're like witty and they know about all this stuff. So, oh, anyway. I'm yeah. excited. Not only do you like reality TV though, but you also love to read and I do Chinese yeah. and British fiction of all things so isn't that weird I, mean, I get i guess i get british fiction like what kind of things are you reading yeah. and what is chinese fiction like what kind of genre oh my does that gosh. i'm obsessed with it like i probably read a chinese novel a week i i'm running out i'm running out of them <laughs> i'm starting to reread do you read chinese? i just think or is it in english translated what no i okay, can't read chinese like mandarin no. or something it's written in english um, but I really, really, my favorite ones are written by Chinese authors and then um, translated to English because their s- culture is so fascinating to me. They're so totally different than my life. And it, reading it, this really takes me out of my mind. You know what I mean? Like the same thing that reality TV is. It just makes me shut off for a little while and just relax as I'm imagining this world. And um, I like to read stuff that's like from a few centuries ago or like set in times where they had totally different customs and it's just so interesting like how the women would bind their feet oh, and yeah. things like that have oh, you ever yeah. heard of that yep. i saw a woman oh, like that yeah you did she was like well Whoa. it wasn't in china i lived in um japan for a couple of months in high school really? and yeah Whoa. and she wow. so i was 16 so this is mid 90s and she must have been so old. She had to be right, old. like yeah, she had to be yeah. really old to have. And it was feet. like she didn't. It it was wow. like she used to have bound feet, but now her feet were like stuck uh-huh. like that, you know, because they're like stunted oh, or whatever. So yeah, they they break yeah. the bones. I mean, it is intense, which also makes me. I think that I just admire the women in that culture because everything that I've read, it's like. Man, I feel like I would just cry and give up if I had to be you for a day. <laughs> it's like amazing to me. And um, I got into it because I worked at a library um, in college. And the, this book, I mean, I had never, I only read like Jane Austen and Daydreamed About England. And that's all I cared about at that time. And this book came across a desk called... Um, Peony and Love and people kept talking about it and is written by this author Lisa C and it had a girl on the front with a parasol and it, ha- it was a really pretty cover with flowers all over it I was like oh maybe I'll try to read this and just see what it's like and within the first chapter um, the main character died and then the whole rest of the book was told from the perspective of her ghost and my mind was blown I was like I've never even thought about this or this kind of narrate like, yeah. they're like their religion is very interesting to me and um I just really loved it I it made me think but at the same time it was very entertaining like this is wild to think about a ghost observing the other people in her life for years and years and years the book was over a long period of time so it was about how she like got used to being a ghost and um had to work through some of her like resentments of people as she watched them move on without her and it was just like i couldn't believe it so then i started to just devour any book like that that i could find so 
and I'm still going. Why don't we, do you track it? Do you, are you like a book, like you write it in your planner, like a book log? I do. I usually love to write like currently reading this or whatever. Um, but I do keep a list in my planner. I don't, I don't share that part enough, but I do have like a whole section in my planner for stuff that I've read. Cause sometimes I'm getting to the point where I'll accidentally get something that I've already read and not remember until I'm getting into it. It's like, wait a second, I've been here before. (laughs) (laughs) But I go through phases. There's times when I don't read as much and I just watch TV. And then there's other times where um, I just really, I read a lot when my kids were newborns because there's a lot of sitting around and holding a sleeping baby. (laughs) Um, And then it got harder when they became more active, but now um, they play together a lot. So as long as I'm sitting in the room supervising, I can read a little bit or play in my planner. Yeah, that sounds lovely. Well, I'm sure you've just turned on many listeners, including myself, to a whole new genre, <laughs> perhaps. I mean, I will warn you, it's like out there. Like, stuff <laughs> I read in those books, I'm like, what? What? <laughs> it's just interesting. I think so. I like to read about the food, too, actually. They always talk about, um, they always include those details, like, they had this tea or they had these noodles and I don't know. I just like details like that. Sounds cool. Get nice world building, you know? Yeah. World building. Okay. One of my dreams was to pick tea leaves on the mountains over there. And keep them in your purse. Gotta do it. (laughs) Keep them in my purse so I can sniff (laughs) them. When you're on a snowboat. (laughs) I mean, it's come full circle. (laughs) So everybody can look at me like I'm crazy. You're like, no guys, it's cool. It smells real good. <laughs> I collected it. Here, in China. I'll bring one home for you this time. <laughs> really? Oh, speaking of home, you do live by the water, and so as we carry out to this episode and playlist it, which is the timeline round of list making, I'm gonna give yes. you 20 seconds. Um, now okay. keep it somewhat PG, I guess. I mean, I don't know, whatever. I don't know what, who's, I don't, whatever. Um, how many, things, well, I just reread it like with new eyes. I was like, oh yeah, that could be taken. Yeah. I didn't think about that either, but now I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. And people are like, what are you talking about? How many things to do by the water? Ready, set, go. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm scribbling. Do I just say it out yeah, loud or write? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me. I was sitting here writing it. Like, you can You're see me. <laughs> can I just write oh it? Oh, my God. No. Please edit that out. No. no. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm resetting that timer. I'm literally sitting here with my planner. I was like, I'm going to write it in here when she asks me. <laughs> <laughs> A verbal list out loud? Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> you just wait for 20 seconds listening to pen scratching? I know. What was I, I thinking? Know. That's lovely. I love that you did that. That's beautiful. That's so sweet. Okay. Verbally. Oh. Anyways. Tell me. You might need to add that to your packet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, idiot. No. You need to say it out loud on Yes, <laughs> I should. The very first line, all of this, in fact, will be allowed. All of it. <laughs> Don't type me an email. Say it to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Okay, okay. Okay, I'm ready now. 20 seconds, things to do by the water. Okay. Out loud. Start, go. Okay, pick up seashells, one of my favorite things. Uh, Take a walk, sunbathe, um, get a tan, uh, read, journal, plan. (laughs) Um, Do a photo session. I love taking photos by the water. Um, we're not talking about in the water, Ooh, right? And there's time. My Good heart. thing we're about to start blushing. Okay. There's your weird old t- sci-fi timer. Okay. I heard. Ooh, it's the ghost <laughs> from China. Okay. Oh, yeah. I like it. It doesn't pick up very well. I need to go, go back to the, um, okay, okay, she's done. The, uh, I used to do an old car horn and that came across pretty well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, Kristen, um, this is the end of the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. It's lovely to get to know you better. Just recently, I don't even, you know, it's one of those weird things in the planner community. Like, did I find you? <laughs> did you find me? I don't remember. Whatever. Oh, We're no. in each other's DMs. Okay, let's I do this. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my gosh. A planner podcast. Yes. It's awesome. You made me feel really cool to get to come on your podcast. Well, because you are really cool. That's for sure. <laughs> also, um, I just wanted to add, because we didn't really get to talk about it. You do uh, PR for a number of companies. So if you go to Kristen's do, Planner yeah. on IG or probably mm-hmm. your blog, right? You would have all your codes. Yeah, that's our have links and everything. And yes, I have lots of coupon okay. codes. Is there anyone you want to give a shout I out to? Love- or do you want to just send them to the link? Oh my gosh. I think it'd be best to okay. go to the link because if I try to name one. I know, and then you're like, forget <laughs> the one. Yeah. Awkward. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that to anybody. <laughs> but they're all wonderful. I can say I only, uh, I only work with shops that I personally really love. Yeah, and you often do hauls, so you get to really see a variety of stuff. I do, yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. With that, goodbye, Kristen. Bye, Jessica. Thank you for having me on. As always, thank you for listening to another episode of Planner Lifestyle Podcast. If you are listening to this on social media, please give me a tag. Um, Especially, I guess, Instagram is where I mostly hang out. So at Planner Lifestyle Podcast, I love to see screenshots in your car or on your phone. It just gives me so much encouragement to see the planner community enjoying this planner content. And if you're here for the first time, welcome. Um, And if you're here from Kristen's planner uh, platform, check me out every Friday. Check me out. I don't really say check me out. Come back on Friday for planner related content most often (laughs) when I can. I've been pretty good this new year. I try to post weekly podcasts to your favorite podcast app. So make sure to subscribe and uh, write a review if you care to. All right. Thanks so much. Have a good week. Bye.